grave But I said love simply just can't be saved And you beg for me to unpack all my things But I needed to sever these strings The coldest of winters endure But it was a calm right after the storm that made me understand You're a good man You deserve so much more I'm sorry that I cannot be The lights that guide you home For I do not gleam As bright as perceive There's nothing here but rocky Shores. I'm sorry that I cannot be The lights that guide you home For I do not gleam As bright as perceived There's nothing here But rocky shores They've broken and torn down my doors The ones that have found haven here all before but needless to say, you cannot stay There's nothing here but rocky shores Cold are the waves crashing on The shores you wish to lay your tired bones on You cannot stay, needless to say There's nothing here but rocky shores I'm sorry that I cannot be Lights that guide you home For I do not gleam As bright as perceived There's nothing here But rocky shores I'm sorry that I cannot be Lights that guide you home For I do not gleam As bright as perceived There's nothing here Said this before Try. They say 
young hearts do the most harm But steady hands like yours I'm sure it will keep us warm They say the distance would drown us both But I'm sure our love will keep us afloat Drown us both, but I'm sure our love will keep us afloat. They say love is a fickle thing, always changing like seasons, no reasoning. They say. We're too young to know any better But I've seen a silver lining And the prior weather They say The distance would drown us both But I'm sure our love Will keep us afloat They say drown us both but I'm sure our love will keep us afloat won't you keep on beating oh you steady hearts won't you keep on breathing though we're far apart oh I'm counting miles you're counting days the numbers that we want moving up us in ways oh keep on beating oh you steady hearts won't you keep on breathing though we're far apart i'm counting miles you're counting days the numbers that we want moving opposite ways they say an oxygen but the consciousness is still a hard thing to perceive or measure like there's machines where you could see certain you know numbers or charts but all right but how oh yeah but why is it conscious what color would you like green blue yellow or red test 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 i'm blue i'm blue Ooh, that's cool. What were you saying about consciousness? Um, oh yeah. I I was good friends with this guy who's a pharmacologist and he was so anti like spirituality or anything like that. He was very scientific, but he had this like one thing that stood out that he said was like, 
you know, you could measure all these things about the human body, but one of the hardest things to grasp is the idea of consciousness. Like, yeah, your um, heart does this, and your lungs do that, and your brain does that, but, you know, the consciousness behind it, what makes that... It's an energy processing machine. Right. Your body. There's literally consumption and combustion. Right. And without being able to process energy, then you couldn't do anything with your consciousness. Mm -hmm. You couldn't manipulate things. We couldn't be here recording. You couldn't write a song. Right. So you have to, like a, like a car, you have to get from one place to another, and without, the, without it being able to do that, and there wouldn't be a purpose for it. Mm-hmm. So it's like that whole idea of consciousness is, I mean, it's a lot, it's... Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of different areas. I, guess. I mean, you could go into different, you know... Realms of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't know, it's just, but, but we are conscious. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, something differ- is differentiating us. You know, from, from, is, you can differentiate between me and this Mark Pro, like right. I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. So, I so don't know. So, just being able to do that. Because so if I was trying to be super philosophical, then I would say, but can the microphone, do, you know, mm-hmm. tell, tell that I'm conscious. But that's, yeah, but that's philosophy. You know, I don't care. I used to care so much about philosophy, and then at some point it's like, well, it doesn't end anywhere. Right, you could just keep asking these rhetorical questions. So I am saying I think I like science and stuff, and I like like truth, and I like things that are measurable and mm-hmm. consistent mm-hmm. frequency because I like frequency. frequency. And you like math? Yeah, I like math, but like it's just. Mm-mm. Yeah, but you know what? Where where it does get kind of weird, I think like a guitar. Like, did you name your guitar? Oh, gosh, no, I don't have a name. For, I have a name for my bass. I don't have a name for this guitar. What's the name for your bass? Um, it's Alan because it's a Alan. <laughs> a, it's an Alan Woody, not to be confused with Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. It's a it's an Alan Woody um, signature bass. So I was like, I'm gonna name it Alan. Uh. And then um, my hollow body's named Greg because it's like a Greggy Bennett. Um, edition Samix. I'm like, I'll name it Greg. But I didn't do that with this one. I feel bad now. <laughs> I have one, I have a guitar that I really think has like, it's like midway between being conscious and not being conscious. How so? Like, it just, the, there's like a presence to it. I'll show it to you later. Yeah. They're real, like, there's a, there's just a presence to it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. What kind of guitar is it? Uh, she's a Gypsy. A Gypsy. She. She. <laughs> it's a girl. You know what's funny? I, I picture all my guitars as girls, but I named it Greg <laughs> and Alan, but whatever. She's, well, she's 21st terms, century. Nowadays. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, we can name anything She's anyway. a 21st century girl. <laughs> Her name is Greg. Nah, just kidding. Wait, I was like, what song is that? Is that a real song? Come on, Shannon. <laughs> If you're gonna say Hi, Shannon. <laughs> so you said you've been here only since October. Since October, I moved up here since. From San Diego. 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 Yeah. So, <laughs> um, is it really sunny there all year? It feels like, like it. Yeah. yeah. That's like, nice. I'm such a brat when it comes to to weather. Mm-hmm. And I, as soon as I moved up here, and then when I go back down south, I pretend I'm like really tough. I'm like, uh, oh, you're freezing in 50? It's 
Thank you. Yeah. Anna. Nice day here. <laughs> um, but it's it's sunny a lot, and you know, there's a. It feels like there's only a five degree difference. Like, oh my gosh, it's sixty five instead of seventy. It was really yeah. hot recently, but I mean, in yeah. San Diego, it's still by the beach. It's still nice and sunny it's in California. Warm. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize how sunny it was until like I moved up here, and the vitamin C deficiency was real. I didn't realize it was a thing. I just always would vitamin get like D? yeah Does vitamin that make D. Make you more tired or that's supposed to like energize you and like yeah. give you um you know it's same it thing. Does. In, so if in you're deficient, then deficient. You're... So I I would feel again tired. energy cons- energy processing machines. Right. We exactly. Consume the sun. Right. We <laughs> consume the sun and make energy from it. Right. Or yeah, get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So or I guess make moving here and I. I thought I I thought I loved gloomy weather and I still do but I would feel like I would feel a lot less energetic and um I'd be tired more easily and not too much has changed and I mean there's a bunch of factors that could have gone into it like oh you know I'm starting over I'm making new friends I have a new job but um the second that it was sunny I just felt like happier relieved yeah 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 so you know that's it's a good balance true. when you realize if you don't have something and mm-hmm. then it's back again, you're like, wow. Oh, that's what it was. You can hear. You can hear me. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the vitamin vitamin D. So I've been taking supplements uh, in addition with just absorbing the sun that's yeah, coming out Yeah, I try to now. just hang outside for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. On my break, I'll hang out for five minutes you know, before good. I go to work. And then after, I'll just stand there, like, just absorb it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, funny about, like, we were talking about mics a sec ago, you know? And, like, there's something, you get to know them. You know, like, I know these mics. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know, like, kind of how far at what kind of, what, uh, what's it called? <clears throat> what would you gain, you know? Mm-hmm. And how it's going to pick it up and what kind of frequencies it picks up. Just you start getting to know it, right? Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot my point. I think I had to do something with River Mike. How you know the mics. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, my point was, was that you know the mics. Because you were saying earlier that you were, like, describing them all to some to Yeah, so, class. um... So one just of describe the, them so yeah. I've never done this on the podcast. Okay, so... And I'm not the best person not to describe this. So it would be, like, there's directional mic where it gets the sound directly, like, in front of it. It won't get too much from the back so mm-hmm. that's really great for like live performances get uh, capturing a vocal right that's playing guitar right that's the mic that they're gonna send me that's like uh doodler like, the, thrill, like my, the one that recorded michael jack vocal oh. mic, like specific. i don't know if it's a vocal mic but yeah. i know that that's what they use it for that's great that's gonna be exciting so with like you know we these... should say shout out to shore microphones sure because they sent they're gonna send they're sending us some mics Spots. That's cool. They said they're product sponsors. Product, product sponsors. So we can shout them out when we use Ooh, them from time to time. That's cool. We're getting t-shirts. They really, t-shirts. They, they really are awesome. Like we were, this is what we were saying, right? This is how we started this yeah, conversation. Yeah, we, about how, we like, started this conversation based off of, um, I was talking about like, oh, I want to get a microphone. I want to get the Shure SM58 and the 57. And you can then, do anything with those. Right, right. It's amazing. They're durable. They're they're great microphones. They just sound yeah. great. Mm-hmm. They, they sound better than a lot that... It, I've you that bought in that I mean I haven't bought in too many in my life. But uh-huh. the ones that I've bought that were more expensive. Right. Had a very specific way of sounding good. Like I had this one vocal mic condenser that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was a Sennheiser. But anyhow, okay. it was really good at vocals. 
Right. But that's it. Not really good for anything else. Like picking up a guitar or no, like not that. for guitar, not for for an amp, not for a room mic. It wasn't good for anything else. And I loved it for the for how it would pick up vocals. Mm-hmm. And it broke. That's why I'm speaking. Was it a long time ago you had that mic? No, it was the one that broke recently. Oh, the one I broke by accident. Oh, she she broke it a little bit. <laughs> oh. My bad. But and now you're getting sure, or now we're using right. these awesome yeah. sure back to sure. <laughs> we sure are. We sure are. They're like, we take back the product. Like, <laughs> no, but they're great. Um, I got a. I mentioned this earlier. There's a convention down in Southern California. I think they have one in Nashville called NAM. And I'm gonna butcher the acronym, but I'm sure it's like National Association of Music Makers or Music Making. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sure was one of the booths that were there. And I was really set on a different mic and I was like, oh, I wanna check out this booth, but I guess we'll check out Sure on the way there. Mm-hmm. And then they had these really cool, I can't remember the names, but um, mics that you could plug into like your iPad or your iPhone. Mm-hmm. And the way that it would pick up was like, and you could put the different directions on it. So it's, you could have it as like bi-directional or omnidirectional um, or just like, um, I think there's other settings, but I can't remember. Do you use an app? And there that, was an app, or? you could use the app that it comes with. Okay. And then you could also use it on like GarageBand or what other apps you could use to record. And I had a list of different ones and it was great. It was great to like get really solid sounding scratch tracks or even like they were good enough that I could like post as is. As hey, like, do you know about hum? Phone, that's like the future. Do you know about hum? <laughs> the app, dude. You should look this up because hum. Yeah, it's a really great songwriting app. It's is just it H U M? Okay. It's like green. It's two bucks. Oh, it's not bad. It's just so like it. It takes a really good. So you press record and it'll take a really good sound file. Compress really like, but it sounds sound. good. Oh, okay. So it doesn't waste any memory on your phone, because I used to oh, man. just go through my voice memos. Yeah, that's what right. I do. Home uses way less memory. Like, I, it, like 10 of those is one small voice memo. So I, might, I don't know if I'm exaggerating, but it seems like it, because like my phone, I just keep, you know, every week I'm like, oh, here's another 20 hum things, and then like it just doesn't doesn't really seem to slow down like the voice memos were. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and, I'll, uh, I'll voice memo my stuff, and I'll realize, like, oh, it's taking up. And... You can write the lyrics, right? Entitle it, color mm-hmm. code it, put what key, put what tuning you had, you know, just to help you in the future. You know how you write 10 songs and you try to think back, was that a little oh, What key was that in? Yeah. What key was that in? Yeah. So there's that. And then if you're on the screen where you type your lyrics, it won't go dark so that you can like put it in front of you. You can read off the phone and it won't, you know, turn off on you mid-song. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, it's oh. grand. And you can, you know, from there send it straight to an email or to a text message it to somebody oh that's cool it's a great hum. app hum, that should be the next <laughs> isn't it grand sponsor. oh they should sponsor us yeah, yeah. listen up bastards yeah hey, just start like listing things that like we really like and hope hey that's pretty much you never know that's yeah. kind of how it works like yeah that'd be sweet just but i don't out. think they're making like a ton of money or are they well, I have no idea. Well, they should be sponsoring us because we're telling everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and if they're in like a top, nah, if they're know. the top list in your apps, like you know how they have like the stars, mm-hmm. so they're probably popular if they're up there. Right, like enough people were very impressed with it. Where yeah, they just get home. It's sweet. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want you want to do a sound check. Yeah, sure. Sound check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
load. That was a pretty good take. Ooh. There was something that I wasn't capturing in your vocals. And then I can hear a reflection coming from this thing. Like in here. I don't like. Which I was too stupid, just like, duh, that was gonna happen. Ooh. So I don't wanna like, you know, Make you do that one too many times so we could do a different one. Or yeah. Talk a little more. Uh, yeah, we we'll talk a little more. We'll talk a little more. Now I kind of see because, like I said, it takes time for you to get comfortable. Uh -huh. Now I really see like how you want to be sitting. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Right. So, yeah. you know, and then you move the mics around like that. Cool. And yeah. that's how you get a good recording. I agree. I, I do. Getting, um, when you get a feel for... Like so whoever's what you're trying to do. Yeah. Right? Because I'm, I'm helping you capture that. Right. Well, hence the term recording. Mm -hmm. Like, you're rec it's a record. Right. No, and I, I totally get it. Like, on as far as, like, audio goes or even with, like, photography or with um, live show versus looking back at the video, you know, there's a different energy that you're putting out as a live show. Um, but then when you look back at the video... It, Something might, you know, it might not capture it the way that it was perceived by the audience or yourself. There at the time. Right. Mm. Right. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, you, first of all, the microphone on the phone mm -hmm. get, takes the whole thing, right? And it kind of like, it's highly compressed. Mm -hmm. It's a certain sound. So there's that. Because when you're there as a person, not only do you, are you hearing like the bass, but you're feeling it man at a concert you really yeah and your whole chest is vibrating you mm -hmm. know so there's that right yeah but how to get that onto you know to sound good I, phones do a pretty good job mm -hmm. but that's why i like vinyl so much you can't feel the bass to me vinyl feels yeah. vinyl kind of like is like like a i don't know because it's like What's the best way to record something? Who knows? Like, it's mm -hmm. subjective. You know, what sounds best is also subjective. I just think vinyl, you can really take something and record it, make a record, and then play back the record, and it really almost sounds like they're in the room with right. vinyl. I think. I You know, I don't know too much about vinyl, but my friends who, you know, swear by vinyl yeah, and yeah. love vinyl, and I was like, what is it? Is it the, like, novelty of, you know, age? Is it not, like what is it about having the vinyl and it's like most of the time it's like it just sounds it sounds, it sounds better right right but not like new music that they like because a lot of people come out with a record and then they put it on vinyl i saw that and, and i was like they're poor representations of the music not even that the music is bad is that it's a poor representation of that person's music when placed on the vinyl because mm -hmm. it just doesn't work like, it doesn't it should, translate better it, it should be mixed and recorded First of all, record it, I should say first. Record it and right. mixed to sound good on, on vinyl. vinyl. Right. Or ma like even at the mastering level, you think maybe... No, no, I think, not it's I think it's recording and, that. and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would they like say they're releasing it for, you know, download um, versus releasing it on vinyl? Two separate... That's another thing. You're mm -hmm. like when you're mixing it for download or for your car, like right. you're, you're mixing different frequencies and you're right. making different things prevalent. Mm -hmm. But vinyl is vinyl. You it's, almost you you have to capture a room. Mm -hmm. You have you capture a room and and you put kind of 
it's kind of important that the person that mixes it is the person that recorded it, you could say, because you see where everything is. You know all the little details, like, oh, there's a little something I'm hearing over here. Right. A little extra high frequency to the right. Maybe it's because that's where my fireplace is and all that shiny metal. You know, uh-huh. the, the, the metal curtain is vibrating, like, just little things like that, you know. That piece of tile right there versus carpet on this side. Oh, okay. You yeah. know? Just like that, I just know this little spot is uh, is there in the room, and I'm aware of my fireplace. So being just being like observant of like the surroundings and how sound is going to bounce back the or be TV observed. behind you, yeah, mm-hmm. things like that, like yeah, like just what the walls sound like, what they're made of, mm-hmm. all those things, and so you capture room, and that's what how I hear when I hear really good vinyl records, and, and there's something to it. I feel like that's what what's going on what would be like one of your favorite um vinyl records right now I really like it doesn't like... have to be new or no 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 no. well yeah. i like the old ones because those recordings don't even exist on on the internet like if i google like all of them are my favorites because mm-hmm. you know my beatles ones that i have and my zeppelin ones and carter my blues family. ones my carter <laughs> family one my hank williams my sinatra ones that i have that i listen to a lot and i mean i'd like i'd like to I tend to rotate through all the ones I have because I love them, but it's the, it's not, like, it's, again, it's the the quality of mm-hmm. the representation of that music. It doesn't even exist on the internet. If I Google Frank Sinatra, this one, you know, vinyl, you, unless someone ripped it directly or sometimes records it on their phone, but you lose quality. Right. But like that, you can't hear it on the internet because even if it's that same song, and the same original recording has been processed and remastered, quote unquote, mm-hmm. and you're not getting the same mix. It's not the same. You so know, so you what can't I mean? like emulate that same tone, the same sounds, even if you re remaster. If you, if you can you emulate that and put it onto digital, maybe, probably, you probably could do that. Mm-hmm. But nobody does that. Like what they do is they take these these old recordings, you know, like they take Beatles music and then they remaster it. Mm-hmm. And then they just like nothing. Current mixes are 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 what is Compressed? it called? No, no, no. They're uh, they're centered, not balanced. Uh, you know, you don't get yeah. the bass over here, the drums, yeah. the drums right. and bass over here is a horn section here, and the violins kind of take up this much space, and the vocals are just slightly that way. Uh-huh. And then you know you don't get that, and that's balance. Right you know, now you just get all centered. The snare is always down the center, so is the kick, and so is the bass, and so are the vocals, you know. And then the guitars are, like, on pan left and right. Uh-huh. So it's, like, it's just you get this, like, center, just compressed compressed music, and it's not a good representation. Yeah, versus capturing how it is in the, in the room. In the room. Right, 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 right. And I think somewhere along the way, perhaps people lost that art because of, for whatever reasons, overdubbing. Right. You know, or just for whatever, for a lot of different reasons. Right. And, and it became like, it's like, it has to sell. Right, it has you to sell, or it has can... to be, you know, it doesn't have to be brilliant, but it has to be perfect. Like, And you gotta be able to, yeah, it's gotta, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but you know, funny enough, you get like, people coming out with records that are selling and all of that, or they're pretty popular, you know, and they're touring and all that. Right. But they're not on the billboards, because you have to pay to be on the billboards. You have to go through certain mm-hmm. markets. You have to be a part of whatever association. Mm-hmm. You can't be independent mm-hmm. and be on the billboards, no matter how well your music's doing. I had no idea. that. I mean, I, I had an inkling of a thought like, all right, you know, 
this is number one for this week and that's number two for this week and i'm like i don't know if there's actually a scale or if it's that's just like me. we paid him out this amount to be number one this week and all that and you know the whole marketing aspect of it lots of the industry mm-hmm. has its has its roots through gangs through organized gangs you know because they owned all the equipment they made all the deals like i mean like literally you know what i'm talking right you know what I'm talking? oh yeah oh like, yeah literally and and so uh that's just how it was. I mean, they function like that. Like so, like that's what that's one that's one reason why. Like, if you get signed to a record label, why your name starts getting out there? Mm-hmm. Because you got signed. Because you're within the the contract. You're within like who is and who can't compete. Right. You know I mean, who can and who, and who can't. You know what I mean? Right. And then they put you on the charts, and then it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But it's still like that. It it always was like that. Mm-hmm. So to some to some way, but. I don't know. Quality really has gone down. Everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Nobody's denying it that we're not getting like, I don't know, within a decade, ten brilliant songwriters, you know, that were really helped to grow and or really put music out there that unified everybody. Right. You know what I mean. And it's you know it sucks because I've um I'll go, I have friends in California and um, here in Washington. I mean, from all over that, I just think are are brilliant songwriters. Like, and I think they really do capture the human condition, and it's relatable. But it's just circumstantial. Like, well, you know, the marketing, the publicity, all of this. This is as far as you could get in this circuit or in this small area, and you're doing all that you can to really promote yourself. Mm. So it's you know. I mean, and that's my personal bias because I'll hear something. I'm like, this makes sense, and like, it's so relatable, and I get it, and it's just like, it's so sincere. And I've so heard genuine. songwriters like that too. I'm like, this is amazing. Right. Why isn't this you on? Think, you know? Or you think maybe we're just seeing something that not everybody sees in it? it you know what? Being a songwriter. It it might be. There's there's definitely that bias. Uh, when I was yeah. going to I appreciate them for what, who they are. Right. But I think being able to step back, you know, and not be thinking on the critical level, which I'll do is like, oh, I like that they use this form and they did this X, Y, Z. And I love getting all nerdy about music theory and all that stuff. But being able to just like step back from, you know, being a musician or step back thinking of it in a sense of theory, but like enjoying it because it just really Mm -hmm. taps into, you know, taps into my soul. Like I get it. Like the heartache they're experiencing or the way that they've described um a certain emotion mm-hmm. it's just like yeah and it's it just feels so relatable on like the human level no matter what your socioeconomic circumstances or your views on certain things it's just all things that we go through as people mm-hmm. and I, I think it's the way that certain songs are you know it, it's brilliant in that way I just wish that, you know, um, it'd be exposed to more, more people, or it would be a more accessible rather. I mean, because the internet's great for that. It's, mm-hmm. it's a great way to get people um, in front of music that they wouldn't hear in any other way. But it's just so. Oh, for real. It's so. vast though, and that's the thing is just being able to like, hey, this is the kind of stuff I like, and it's. It's hard to narrow that down, and there's you know there's filters that you could figure it out. There's hashtags you could look up, but I mean I'm still figuring out and finding things that I like. That I'm like, why wasn't this easier to like you know? 
dude, that's such a good point. Like, there's now there's so much content out there that you have to filter through it. That's such a good point. Yeah, and it's you know, it's it's a good. I like having this problem because that means people are creating. There's people, and there's gonna be something for everyone specifically. So many songwriters out there. Right, and I mean, this goes for all media sorts. I mean, I love the internet for that. Like, um. You know, there's things that I don't personally like, but I know someone explicitly likes that thing. And to have your genre represented or something that you enjoy available for you. Mm. And you don't have to look in all these obscure places. Like, you could find things that you like on the internet now. And I mean, I I like that. I like that so much. You really? Yeah, the internet's sweet. Yeah. And it's like, we wouldn't be able to do this. Right. How did did we contact each other? Via internet? The internet. And it was such a weird thing before. Like, oh, I met this person online like 10 years ago. Even now, there's it's like happening. There's a lot of stigma, right? I'm 28. We'll see, like, I'm, and I'm 26, but like anybody like above, like 30 and up, I really get, like, we're on the border of. Yeah, we're in that weird. Because I question it too. Yeah, there's still that like, well, you know, there's almost that kind of weird shame when you say like, I met this person online through this forum, but then there's also this like, well, that's how if people. If I didn't have all meet, that stuff meet. on right. the internet, though, you would question was, even more. Right. You know, because right. like that's what it was when I first started it. Like nobody wanted to do it. Because people question it a ton. Right. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Yeah, there's having that it. online presence, and it's yeah. it's. It's so normal to one generation, and it's still a little bizarre to both, like the other, but the in between, like mm-hmm. I don't That's know, like us, we're right? Because <laughs> the internet came about when we were teenagers. Yeah, where it was still when like, I was like fourteen. That's when. So I guess you were like sixteen, 16. when YouTube really started mm-hmm. getting big. See? And then we would, I mean, the content on YouTube. I like to call it all day. Yeah, it's. <laughs> um, I like to call those like YouTube classics, where everyone just posted like all the stupid stuff that they wanted to like. Um, you know, cat videos of them playing piano or... That's true. Right. People uh, did that a lot because yeah. they didn't take it seriously right. like they do now. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, if I put something on YouTube, it has to be good. Yeah, the production, and which is great, but yeah. at the same time, I'm like, man, I just want to record this. I miss just funny, though. Having it fun. <laughs> I know, I still do. I'm like, well, here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it's not the same because there's so much content uh-huh. to filter through. Like, yeah. You know, like what you were saying. Right. I mean, and I have a lot of respect for people who are able to, like, put out, like, quality content every week. Because I'll, like, put up a recording from, you know, a live show just for the sake of friends seeing it. that want to see it. And yeah. I'm like, all right, well, here here Here's it is. Here's me doing what I do. Yeah, this I is get, yeah. from, if you were sitting here at this spot, that's this what it would sound like. Would... Right. It's not. No, no, I know. Well, see, that's why I do this. Yeah. Because the quality is going to be good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just a new world, and I'm trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. You know, but by by fitting in, we all kind of shape ourselves. Right. You know, and uh, something's got to give, and it'll turn into something. Like, the new music industry, who knows what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. But I think that most importantly, it's going to be in the hands of musicians. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think, I really do think the internet played a large role in it because it tapped into a market that these big it names... It was a huge market. Right, that they didn't know, oh, this is popular, oh, this is something... And they all toppled all those record right. labels. And... You know, they'll see what's trending with, like, this is what the people of the internet like, so we're going to, you know, take that one thing and then figure out the formula of why that's popular and then now put it into when was the last time you bought a record 
The last time I bought a record was... Oh, by I, which I mean any, 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 I mean, it could be a CD. Oh, a CD? Like, like just any record. Oh, um, see, I, mine was like two weeks ago and I saw a friend's show and oh, I okay. really liked their CD. So I was like, I bought a CD yeah, and I'll yeah. go to local shows, shows a lot. And so at local shows, yeah, at local okay, shows. When was the last time you bought, bought one at a store? Bought something where you didn't see them live. I didn't see them live. Okay. This was about a year ago and I was, yeah, it was about a year ago. And it was just a random impulse buy. And I don't impulse buy a lot because I don't have money to. Um, yeah. But it was an impulse buy just because I recognized the name. And it was just on whim. Like, oh, I really like the album cover of this. And I've heard this name before. So, And it was totally yeah, yeah, random. Yeah. Like, I'll just take you a just, listen to yeah. it just because I don't do that anymore. Like, I used to when I was in well, college. Before the internet. Right, before the internet. Because now you look it up. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... A year ago, random impulse buy was the last time that you bought something yeah. that you didn't see live. Yeah. So now you pretty much have to be torn to sell and hope that there's people like you that are actually going to purchase it because right. most don't. No, they don't. And it's... So how do we make money as musicians? You know, <laughs> if I knew... If I knew... I be sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a tailor. Like this would <laughs> this would be a no right. fuck that I love I you love know I do like this Takamini I do what is I the do. secret what is to this jeez how I know but I mean from dang that's a good question if anyone knows the answer <laughs> contact we me. had someone tell us what Twitter me they saw the end of the rainbow and we don't remember what he said oh, oh he no was there. What did he say but was he did there? tell us I don't know did I he think say it on the podcast. I don't think he said it on oh, the podcast. It was he in like the car. purposely was like, oh, I'm not gonna let them know all this. No, no, he no, was just he telling told us, us, and we oh, forgot. We were just dummies because because uh, we we're just getting out of work. Like <laughs> we, that's the situation where we get out of work and we go straight to Guitar Center and, mm -hmm. and somebody's there playing a song. We're like, hey, want to come on record? Anyhow. Oh, uh, that's cool. His name was Superman. Like. Superman. Yeah, yeah. That's... Sounds like I'm making this shit up. It does. Like, did he choose that name? No, or, no, no. His mom was like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Superman's a good name. So his name's Superman. You're set up for success with that name. Oh, I don't know. Anyhow. So was, Superman. So he told us he saw the end of a rainbow, and he said that it cut off like two feet from the ground. I think he said there was a shadow. Oh, he something. said there was a shadow. Whoa. That's what he said. But I don't know if there was something else. Maybe that does make sense. So like if light cuts somewhere, and then the other half yeah, is the shadow? Yeah, physics... That's all I can say. Well, my input. he said he saw it. I know, right? That's all we're trying to we're like wrap our heads around it. But uh, how's that possible? <laughs> that's what he said. He saw a shadow behind huh. it. So I guess that makes sense. If light was bouncing off in the other direction, off in the other direction, there must be, be no light, or it would be going like it through. It has to hit the darkness somewhere. And Interesting, right? Its own light creates a that's shadow. That's what he told us. See, we do remember. There's some brainstorming to yeah, yeah, just backtrack, a little thinking. but it worked, yeah. Once I started mentioning his name was Superman, it's because like like she, when she first said it, I was like, I can't go into the store. She's gonna think I'm lying. You know, well, his name was Superman. <laughs> did you guys ask him why it was Superman? Like, did you yeah. ask it like the same yeah, questions yeah. where it's like? But not right away. He he actually told us before we asked because he was like, Oh, my name's Superman. I'm, I'm like, cool. Oh, okay, hi. Like I didn't question it. Like I right. hang around. Do you think about? Come on, I meet musicians all the time. Right. Like, artists, and I'm walking around talking to homeless people. That's right. just the crowd I'm with, uh -huh. so I don't care. 
Right. And I, you know, I know how to, I know how to maintain. Right. Anyhow. So, yeah. So then he was like, so you're not going to ask me like, you know, or he, no, he, no, he just started telling me, he's like, yeah, you know, my mom, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's, and I was like, I asked him why, like he was telling me, and he was like, oh, cause you didn't ask. And I remember everybody asked <laughs> is, you know, was I born with the name Superman? Yeah. Most people are just like, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't wonder, but I yeah. work. You know, I, I work with um, very small children, and um, I worked overseas, How too. They? They're, like, f- from one and a half to, like, Oh, my God. Do you take care of one-year-olds? I shouldn't be allowed to, just because, I mean, and I'm not. I only teach them music, and there's another teacher uh-huh. there. But it's still, like, frightening. Like, ah, human body, you're so small. I don't want to break you or step on you or yeah, yeah. drop you, because... That would be really I'll bad. Because I'll go to jail. Yeah, because that would hurt you more than I'd get in trouble. Um, it would hurt me more than you because I'd go to jail. Because <laughs> I'll be in jail. <laughs> yeah, it's it's frightening. But I mean, kids will say really weird things. Um, when I worked overseas, I was a teacher there, so it was cool because it was um, English as a second language. So it was all these students. ESL. ESL, right? So and it was great because they were just like exponentially smarter than I was in like all the grammar and all the sentence and then um like speaking wise which is the hardest like i've tried speaking um other languages and the speaking part's the most intimidating but it's so it's and it's great that they're speaking but they would say really weird things or they would choose weird english names like some students were like i want to pick an english name i'll pick emily i'm like okay i'll pick james I'm like, okay i'll pick iron man i'm like i'm not gonna question it so all right i'm <laughs> putting in here Iron Man. And so it would be fun to like yell in class like, Iron Man, you need to sit down or else you're going to blah, 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 blah. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. Good job, Darth Vader. Answering question three. Let's turn to the page. Sweet. It made it fun. And kids do the same thing. They're like, I'm dinosaur so-and-so. And, you know, I'll address them what they want to be if it's going to get them to. That's awesome. You know. You remember them all too? Man, I As don't. As a teacher, you must have to remember. Like, you know, and I, I feel bad because I'll call like some of the other teachers other names. And it's like, you know, you have to understand. I see like 300 kids at this place and then like another 50 here and then uh, rotating kids and knowing all the teachers names yeah of course. yeah so when you say iron man like thank you because then i'll know it's like that kid that know. kid <laughs> that, mm-hmm. he stood out he stood out iron yeah. man peace yeah uh, i i get it iron man peace love jones something like that yeah <laughs> but it's you know so anytime hearing that story like superman what's a love joan i don't that's their last name i made that up like something <laughs> really hippie love joan That'd be a good band name. Love Jones. Love Jones. That's so young, though, like a year and a half to be learning music. It's do insane. They, do they pick up on mm-hmm. it? Really? Well, the first few months have been like, I'm singing at you, small child. And after a while, because we do like, you know. They start doing it, yeah. They start doing like certain hand motions or like if I bring an egg shaker, their instant reaction is to hide it behind their back. And so really? I sing like one, two, three, and they start shaking it in front of me. I'm like, whoa. Really? It's a trip, yeah. And... I mean, the way that they're enjoying some music or processing, yeah. it's, I love when it's interactive and they're like doing it. And then other times yeah. they'll just be staring and I'm like, okay, you're paying attention. It's a little different. uncomfortable and different, but it's like, okay, they're absorbing what's going on because it's new They're trying sound. to pick up. Right. Because it's nothing they've experienced before. Like uh, we're at an age, I don't know what age it's at, like 10, 11, who knows, where everything's relatable to something else. Like, you do something new, but you could relate it to, like, this one experience. Or, you know, you, this something, this 
traumatic thing happens to you and it reminded you of something else that was traumatic that happened but at that age it's still like i've never felt this sensation before like Mm -hmm. i've never been so what is this feeling frightened or i've never been so excited like why does this bring me joy it's not relatable yet Mm -hmm. and it's 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 cool it's really cool and it's you know it makes me appreciate small things every so often myself where I'm like oh yeah yeah it was really nice that person let me in in traffic like he didn't <laughs> yeah. have to I could have been stuck oh, here oh I appreciate that greatly here right I do they really don't drive nice like drivers. that I mean I've never been around such good driving really really uh, truly I've... honestly think about being downtown you get hang for this is why what makes busking so great there like you can hang for an hour and you don't get a honk or a yell Truly, you know. Is that what it's in like in in other cities? I mean, no, 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 it's no, no. Very loud. No, in it's cities, loud, like... yelling, honking, left mm-hmm. and right. No, it's not like well, at least the East Coast. But even I mean, I'm from the South, and it's definitely more honking and more noises and louder. I don't know. This place is just people. Are, maybe because of the legal marijuana. I don't know. Maybe I know. Everyone's just <laughs> chilling out. Or the trees. It could be that. Oh, I drove up to. Vancouver and oh my gosh that's the best driving I've ever seen in my life really yeah everyone was so polite like there wasn't any traffic or like the it was there was it was like the flow of traffic like everyone was so polite like I don't want to play this like Canadian stereo stereotype and I went in freaking out driving there because anytime I drive somewhere new I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna die I'm gonna hit someone Mm -hmm. but they were so polite and they were so nice on the road it was bizarre you know it's weird i just thought because you know how i said like maybe it's illegal marijuana but uh-huh. you're, i know you're, it's that's illegal you're not supposed to be driving around stone right but but if you have like a prescription to some sort of you know muscle relaxants or something like that you mm-hmm. can drive around with that legally drive around on those can you or i no? have no idea am i wrong that i'm probably wrong for what? they probably tell you a no prescription like for, what? for certain drugs whatever oh, well, whatever yeah, it I is mean, adderall or if something if you get a drug from the doctor then it's gonna be in your system for a while, like. No, but like you can you can drive around, right? Or people do all the time. I mean, I'm sure people do. I don't know if you're supposed to. Like, there's yeah, certain things. Not supposed to. You know, maybe like they with. Tell you. with Depends on what you're. Right, on. like with cough syrup, you shouldn't be driving around. Mm. Is that what they say? I think. Really? I don't. Syrup? I have no idea. I don't. I mean, because it makes you sleepy. I really don't take anything else. Like even like I try not to take cough syrup too because it hurts my stomach. Yeah, it does upset my stomach a bit. Yeah, mm. it turns over. I take a bunch just because I work with kids, and then so like every oh, other every other week, it's like up oh, there's Someone's a cold. Sick, oh, yeah. all right, or I'll feel like oh, it's so gross. Like there'll be a kid who's like sneezing on you, and it's only halfway through the class, and like you can't quite get up to get a tissue, and you're just like, all right, I'm absorbing all the germs. I'm going to be sick in no time. Because <laughs> even if you wash it off, like wait, do you later, take it then? I just have it by my side. No, I'll I'll take it once I. You put it in a flask. Shots. Yeah, <laughs> a little flask. I'm like, this is antihistamines, and here's a cough syrup flask. <laughs> That's weird. That would be that would be something else. Cough syrup flask. Anyhow, yeah. but uh, I mean, you know, I I think if it's a drug that makes you sleepy, like cough syrup, mm-hmm. um, like Ooh, if it has codeine, it. you know, you probably shouldn't drive around. I bet there's like a bunch of people like, duh, you're not supposed to, but probably not. Because, I don't know. Like booze makes you like kind of like you know less alert. Right. That's why, yeah, dude. 
Yeah. I like that too. Like people don't drink and drive here so much that I've seen. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't uh, seen any. Yeah, actually, I haven't honestly. seen it at all. And if they have, I haven't noticed. Because I saw it elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. or, other places. You know, or, or they they weren't drinking heavily. Or but you like know what? I, what? Oh, it it might be too. I don't know about like last call here, but in some states, like last call, it's like two. Is at two, and then bars close at three. So you're gonna get a bunch of drunk people. You know, going around. I know in San Diego it's like that, where like last call would be like at one thirty, and then bars close at. No, 2. but I just mean like even during the day, like because when I lived in Boston, mm-hmm. like I was saying, that I was a waiter. We served so much alcohol because people didn't have to drive; they would take the subway oh, okay. or the bus, and you know the bus there is like every ten minutes. It's not. It's like frequent. Here. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's just it's a good good way of trans transportation, mm-hmm. a good means of transportation. But uh, then, like, in Tennessee, they don't have good transportation, but they like to drink so much. Mm-hmm. And, like, I saw a lot of drunk driving. And, like, oh, wow. they just didn't care. And I mean, I would yeah. see with the podcast and, like, and thinking back, I guess I just thought, like, assumed, like, well, you know, people are going to drink and then, like, they they know, you know, not to drink. And then, like, you know, they know their limits. And mm-hmm. But then thinking back, it's like, no, I think too many people drink too much or drank too much and would leave. And, like, it's just... It was a different mentality. And, like, here, we, I don't sell very much alcohol during the day. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, or if they, if I do, like, I, you just know that they're not driving. Like, it's just different mentality. That's interesting. And That's... I, I really appreciate that about this place because, mm-hmm. like, I really don't see drinking and driving here. That's good. That is great. That's I'm good. telling you, and I see really good driving and everyone's real nice, right? Yeah. This, the Seattle scene is awesome. It's you got, so You got sick. them. You got... You got a lot of good songwriters. You yeah. got you got the bus, the availability to bus. I mean, like the, successfully too. Like there's yeah. people who will pass by and like listen, or it's just it's a busking friendly city. You know, there's other yeah. cities where they're like, you know, you get off the street and right, all this. Right. Whereas like you know, Pike Place, that's really cool how they have like I didn't know you have to. I knew you had to have a permit, but I didn't know it is a busking friendly city though because you could be outside of there. Right. And, and I didn't realize it. you know the permit was that cheap. I thought it was mm-hmm. like oh you have to pay for that particular spot for spot. a certain time. Mm-hmm. Oh no no no. Which is really neat. Because buskers, I don't know you. Yeah, the, it's so busking friendly that like they've met us halfway. Right. And they know we don't have money. They know you know. Yeah. But uh, Seattle's awesome, man. And oh, I've loved it. I love it. I love, um, man, the music scene has been a lot more accepting and receptive here than any other city I've lived in. Like, for a while, it it was hard to, like, get through certain other cities, and it might just be, you know, part of it might just be my psyche, my head. Like, when I was in San Diego, it took me a while to, like, really feel the music industry there, but I grew up in San Diego, so I had a lot of, like, anxiety and connections well i had connections but i had anxiety of like what are these people gonna think of me like they know me from i knew them right Mm -hmm. or it's just like if i try this like Mm -hmm. and i you know i cared about the backlash so much on like oh you know this drea posted this on blah 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 what is she trying to do um and i got over it a little bit you know before i left and then here it's like i don't know anyone so whatever this is what i'm (laughs) doing if anyone judges me i don't know who they are so i don't care and it's been a lot more receptive, and it's been a lot easier. So I don't know if it's... I, I feel like it's a, the city mostly, but a part of it could just be me thinking, I don't know anyone. What's what's the harm in, you know, just putting myself out there more? 
but it's been great. Like every show I've been to, um, there's been someone receptive. Or if I watch a friend play, like the audience really mingles with the artist. It's this scene is great. It's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool. You think that this is like there's a like a big future in it? Um. Like this could be the next like, everybody the, the next City. Nashville like the, everybody comes here to just. Yeah, I Emerald call, City scene. Uh, the Emerald that's City what, scene. That's what he calls it. Yeah. I, well, I called it that on Twitter the other day, but like just to try to like I was because I was that's how I'm seeing it now. Like it's, but I I feel like it's been a been a, been a scene and it comes in waves. Like, but it's not Music City, you it, know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean like, I know Nashville's like Music City. in the '90s it really was, and someone told me like the the backstory well, of, because there's like re- there was really big bands right that were that, were, that came out of here, but right. it wasn't. It wasn't like Nashville. Like it wasn't like mm-hmm. uh, uh, a thousand different good, great artists were based out of it. You know what I uh-huh. mean? And that's what's happening here now. Like we're all moving here, mm-hmm. and I feel like just more and more noise is coming out of here. Like you know, I that's I, I feel like all the like if all the musicians just started moving here, oh that'd be great. That'd be fun. Which is what's happening though already. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like I'm feeling it. Like it's like a the Emerald City scene. There's so many different genres already. Oh, too. yeah. Just from being here. Like, it's like hip-hop, electronic. We had the first electronic. Uh-huh. Uh, what is it? Like, soul. Wait till they all start blues. Oh, no, it's... Yeah, no, it's it's been great. Like, this... Myself, I've just been doing, like, acoustic, very... Um, I guess, like, indie, a little bit of jazz feel to it, loungy kind of sound. Um... But I found a lot of other projects, like, um, I was working with someone recently on, like, a few electronic hip-hop tracks, which, like, I always wanted to do, but I never mm-hmm. knew anyone in San Diego who <laughs> had the same yeah. vision or had, like, at least meshed well or, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, I have friends who are great artists, but, like, we try to jam and it's, it's two different tones or it's, mm-hmm. it just didn't work out, and which is fine, it's. But I've met so many people from different genres here and different projects where it's like, oh, cool. It's good like, to be flexible, though. you right. got to learn yeah. to be flexible, mm-hmm. to be a good musician. and Yeah, you just do. Yeah. It's important. Uh, it is. You know, it's, again, you could be technically proficient and great at, like, I know all my scales and I could figure out everything by ear. But there's still, for me, having that, like, there's human a, connection. Yeah, there's language. You know? Language yeah. is part idiom. Language is part accent. Right. Language is part culture mm-hmm. I don't know so here I, I found more people to like mesh well like I've meshed well with and a part of it yeah like I said it could be that because this music scene is growing a, another part could be I'm just finally out of my head and I'm not worried as much as like what are people from my past lives if you will you know gonna think about it yeah. uh and it was it was people's opinions that i respected and that's why i was so anxious because they were musicians or friends who you think maybe you didn't respect your opinion over theirs it was more like you know i think the fear of judgment like oh you know she's she's supposed to not do that or this because they know who you were they know who i am when you were younger right well yeah. did you know who you were no, absolutely not. Like I'm still, <laughs> I'm still figuring still it out. Still working on that. Yeah, and Me that's too. I, I think that's what has made it a lot easier. Is like I know I'm not, you know, I know what I'm not, and I'm figuring out what I am, and I'm okay with that. Dude, you know I, mean? I think that you gotta take, get rid of the bad before you let the good in. 
right like, kind of like got to shed shed all that stuff and right. like get rid of all that stuff or that's just be well aware of what you have right it's, yeah like and like that's why i think a lot of times people are so stressed out and perhaps anxious uh-huh. because you have too many things mm-hmm. and everything that you have and every other thing that you bring into your life mm-hmm. you have to associate with mm-hmm. brings you stress and mm-hmm. makes it harder to see who you actually are mm-hmm. now i'm talking about like physical things right relationships just everything just like you gotta shed yourself of lots of things oh yeah absolutely i think the ability of letting go is one of the hardest things to do but one of the most like like refreshing for the soul like being able to let go of certain aspects let go of like anxiety understand that you know you can't worry about it all that much until it happens you are who you are right Mm -hmm. you gotta live your life in Mm -hmm. the present right you know, if you worry about the past too much, you're constantly It's kind of like depressed. controlling time. Exactly, yeah. We were just talking about time. You're conscious. The consciousness of it all, right. And I think, I don't know if I'm more of a conscious person now than I was a year ago, or if it's just like I've accepted certain things about myself that like... Maybe you are, though. I feel like people, more and more people be. are talking about that, about like being conscious. Right. I, I think just being aware and just knowing... That this is where I'm at and, you know, and I, I feel like I've, I've been a lot more bold in this city than in San Diego. And I love San Diego. I love all the artists there. I love all the musicians there. And then, like, it wasn't until, like, three years being there as an adult um, where I kind of started feeling comfortable. I, I grew up there. I went to school in Riverside and then I lived overseas for a little bit. So I didn't get to be an adult, quote unquote, in San Diego until, like, I was 23 or 20, 24. And it was still a lot of, like, figuring out where I fit in and all this. And, yeah. A few years later, I'm like, okay, this is who I am. At least for now. We'll see. It feels nice to to branch out and, uh-huh. like, be from the other side of the country, too. I kind of felt like that. It's like a whole different life that you yeah. can make for yourself with Yeah, or music. you feel a little bit freer. Like, okay, I could... There's... There's something that you've always wanted to either do or like express mm-hmm. or a part of you that you want to be more prominent that you've always had maybe, but it's just like under the circumstances, you couldn't quite express that mm-hmm. yet or you weren't ready or you weren't aware that you weren't ready or you weren't aware that that existed in you. So yeah, that's where I met at least with all the music stuff here. It's been nice. It's been really nice. How long have you been songwriting? Songwriting? Um, I did a little bit in college. I wasn't really serious about it. Until, Again, until, until how long ago? Until like maybe 2013 or 2012. Like I've always enjoyed it and I did it. Mm-hmm. So like three, four years? Three, four, I guess. Yeah, three or four years. It feels a lot longer. I've been writing songs since like sixth grade, but it wasn't something mm-hmm. that I wanted to do and have out it was just something that i thought was oh well this is something i do on the side but as like a serious songwriter i would say the past what is a serious song three three four years that's a good question <laughs> i said that i was like what is that um <laughs> serious songwriter i mean it's for me it's not hiding that i do it for a while i would hide like oh yeah i write songs but you would I would, just because I was really shy about it, or it's just, like, the social expectations of, yeah. like, you were like this, so we expected you to do something of this caliber. Oh. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't do it. Not too sorry about it. I don't know. 
Um, but like, this is something that I want to like do and pursue. And, you know, music is something that I will always have a part of or be a part of rather. So, yeah, you know, having my music out there, um, that's what makes it a little bit more, I guess it makes it serious. And I have come to terms with that and I, you know who you are. I know who I am. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I, I like it too. Let's do some of that then. Yeah, we'll do some of that. <laughs>